Check, check. One, two. Hey, hey guys. Um, I'm going to totally warn you ahead of time. I don't really have the best of audio. This is um, literally from a Disney game called Disney Interactive Studios. It was for like a <laughs> high school musical like sing-along game and I totally stole the microphone because I'm a cheap white guy um, who doesn't like to buy a whole lot of stuff even though I have a lot of books but you know I get those for free so um, this is my podcast this is sort of the second episode of my podcast just because I changed the name I didn't really like the first name the first name was um, uh, Theophoros League um, Theophoros means in the image of God um, and you know, I, I, I thought it was cool, but no one would really get it, I guess, not to sound like condescending or whatever, like, oh, you wouldn't get this cause you don't know Hellenistic Greek. But I don't really know it either. So that's the point that I'm trying to make. So this new podcast is called, um, Theology Biscuits. C'est ton biscuit pas un croissant. Uh, that was French for it's a biscuit, not a croissant, if you didn't know that. And, um, you know. I like to call this uh, little show on YouTube a podcast. Um, I think the name will get a bit bigger, you know, like I like pod, you know, pod and then cast around YouTube, the world. Um, maybe the name will catch on. I don't know. You know, podcast, like I think it could be something. Um but, you know, yeah, anyway, so this is Theology Biscuits. The, the Theology Biscuit that we're going to talk about today. My name's Reed, by the way. Um, the Theology Biscuit that we're going to talk about today, I've been thinking about it. And I've been watching a lot of videos on it lately about TikTok Christians. Um, before we even get started on that, I'm recording and doing the audio. The audio is going to be on you know, Spotify, and you can watch it or listen to it while you're studying or whatever you want. That's why it's accessible, and I like this way. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to. I'm going to try to be doing these weekly um, just because I like, I like doing them. I like talking, but something that I read because I prayed before this and I'm thinking of starting to actually pray during the podcast too, like before we even start. But, um, I read in Ecclesiastes five, which is super awesome. Um, it said, I think it's like many words is like the sign of a fool. Therefore fear God. You know, I, I'm going to butcher it. Um, so this, this is the podcast. It's, theology biscuit i i talk about theology i talk about you know all that kind of groovy stuff and that's that's because that that's what i like you know and um yeah this this is the verse in ecclesiastes 5 verse 7 much dreaming and many words are meaningless therefore fear god and actually like verse 1 through 7 Actually, all of Ecclesiastes, honestly, um, it's it just talks about all of that, which I think is absolutely incredible. Just like, don't say many words. Like, I honestly, what I wanted to do 
was I I just read my Bible because I, I just needed that nourishment for the day. Um, at first, I didn't really want to. You know, I went on YouTube for a little while, and then I was like, no, you know, no, I need to read today. And so um, I read, and I got a little distracted, but I kept reading. I read a bit of uh, 1 Corinthians, about one chapter of Acts, a verse in 2 Corinthians or something, but... And then I was like, all right, I'm all good to go. Let me do my podcast now, Lord. And then I was like, you know what? If I'm wanting to say word after word after word, just if I'm just wanting to speak on a on something that's going to be on a YouTube channel with two subscribers, where is God in that? Honestly, where is the Lord Jesus Christ in that? Because if he's not the start, if he's not even the whole part of this, what reverence do I have for God then? If he is not this solely alone, this is God. All right, this is all for his reverence and glory. And I prayed for it to be about that, not for clout, not for boasting. Very easy to get carried away with that. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. TikTok Christians, um, quite an interesting topic. I, I have two like christian tiktok you know channel so i really can't say anything um one is called read ripley 11 you know if you want to follow that and the other i think it's called like theology boy with an i or something like that um and um i've been on this topic of you know like wait let me let me make sure this is record. okay it is recording all right we're good um <laughs> and this this is a great thing about a podcast. You just see all my little incidences that I have along the way. But um the thing about TikTok Christians is there are a lot of them which are solid canon theology, just humble people, gentle with the word, gentle with people, but honest and genuine, ready to rebuke, ready to sacrifice. There's a lot of genuine Christians on TikTok. But my takeaway from this is that there are like two or three or four different types of Christians on TikTok, and and what I'm thinking of doing is I don't want to I don't want to pinpoint anyone. That's just not how I roll. But that's how Paul rolled in the Bible, um, and he did it gently. He did it with love. Um, I mean, you can read about it in First Timothy chapter one or chapter two or something. He said. Uh, I mean, I got my I got my Bible here, so let, I mean, let's just flip over here real quick. Um, so like First Timothy, where is that? Um, <laughs> all right, we got the Thessalonians. It's right behind there. If I can, but it's kind of hard to. All right, here we go. So I think no, nope, that's not it. All right, he said something about his brother. Oh, it's Second Timothy. That's what I'm missing here. Second Timothy. Um, he talked about his brother. Yeah. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phagilus and Hermogenes. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he has helped me in Ephesus. That is 1 Timothy 1, 15 through 18. 
I want to focus on the first verse. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me. Many called out everyone. I mean, we're talking about Ephesus too. Ephesus, the church in Acts 19 or 20, they were like, no, we're, we're going to miss you. Like it hurt them when he said that you're not going to see my face again. He wasn't saying it in a rude way. He was just saying, I got to go other places. Y'all need to mature in the Lord now. You know, it's you and the Lord. All right. Um, but he said that everyone deserted me, including Fagilis and Hermogenes. Like, I bet I'm butchering their names, but let's just go with it. Um, we can go to the Greek and, and stuff like that. But like, what we're really trying to focus on here is that those are probably really close people to Paul. All right. Fagilis and Hermogenes um, or Hermogenes. And those are probably really close people to Paul. And he called him out. He was like, guys, you left me. I'm in chains right now. And you were more afraid about yourself than you were of actually helping me, caring for me. And then, man, we can go to Philippians. Um, he actually talked about the church in you know, Philippi. He said, y'all help me when I was in chains because it is more important to give than to receive. That is the Lord's command. And he said that in Philippians 4. Uh, 14 through 16. Um, and so like, we can go all in here and see that Paul called out people. We're not just supposed to stand by and be like, um, oh, well, this person isn't doing this or this person isn't doing that. Like, you know, we can no like, don't just silently stand there. All right. Now, yes, we're not supposed to judge people. There's a difference between a clear sign of judging someone and a clear sign of being honest about their theology and honest about what they are being and who they are hurting in the church. They are literally hurting someone. Don't judge them. If they have a hard time in their household, let's say, you know, their dad is just sleeping with people or let's say if their mom is just like, you know, not there or um, if they're working, you know, 60 hours or something like that like you know we don't know their home life all right um we don't know their home life but we can't just be like wow we gotta be easy on them because you know we don't know where they're coming from no we need to instruct them in the lord and ignoring everything about how they're hurting people that is not instructing in the lord that is not discipling or disciplining. That is not giving them a sense of self-control. In fact, Paul speaks against this in 1 Corinthians, I think it's 8, um, verses 11 through 13. No, it actually might be verse 7. No, it's verse 8. 11 through 13, he said, man, if you cause your brother to fall into sin, which is basically tolerance of their evil acts in the church. You could even call it that. Um, if you're causing your brother to fall into sin, that is a sin against God. And this could go many places, but it is talking about one specific thing in that passage. Um, there are probably other verses that talk about the situation that I'm talking about that I don't really know right now. Um, so, yes, judging people, but the people on TikTok... I'm going to talk to them in love. I'm going to speak about them in love. Um, and Paul did that too. But Paul, sometimes, man, he just called as it was. All right. He he sometimes wasn't a guy who was just mincing words. He was like, no, y'all left me. 
I was in prison and you forsaked me. All right. These people on TikTok have done nothing against me. Um, all right. I'm not going to be blunt. I'm going to use my words carefully. I asked the Lord for wisdom before this. So we're, we're going to figure this out. All right. So let's go to TikTok. And uh, I wish I could like record my screen here. There's probably an app for that. Um, but we're going to go to TikTok and we're just going to look up um, Christian. Christian. No, Christian. That's not a word. Um, nope, not sounds. Hashtags. All right, we're going to go to hashtags. We're just going to look up Christian. 7.5 billion views. All right. Um, this has definitely become a, a a big Christian sort of app. Um, Kanye even, from what I heard, Kanye West even said that he wants to make a Christian TikTok. I'm totally in love with that. I'm totally up for that. I think that's going to be awesome. Let me give a forewarning to what we're about to see. A lot of people, Christians on TikTok, are pretty condescending and ingenuine. I don't know if that's a word. Um, I, I think it is. Ungenuine, ingenuine, ingenuine. I don't know if that's a word. But a lot of Christians on TikTok are not necessarily real or genuine or humble. They're just willing to call it as it is and say, hey, you're you're not studying your Bible well enough. Well, that's good to tell people actually. Tell them, hey, like there's actual actual life found in reading your Bible. I mean, this, this is fantastic. You know, read your Bible. That's great. Um and so we can go let I'm just gonna just gonna search and then I'm gonna wait and then I'm gonna click a video. All right. Reasons to believe God exists. We're not going to watch that one. My grandma's Sunday morning. Please stop scrolling for one moment. Yo, this is crazy. Y'all, y'all, I'm riding my bike, right? Riding my bike. That one right there. And as I'm riding my bike, I'm spending time with Jesus, right? Oh my gosh, I gotta make this fast. And I was just proclaiming and confessing that this is going to be the best senior year that we're going to go back and just desires of my heart, right? Things I'm believing God for for my senior year. And y'all, not too long after that prayer, buses, buses were passing. And I just believe that God, that that was confirmation that we're going to go back to school. And this is going to be the best year ever. God is so good. Okay, okay. So let's talk about that. Um sorry if it was actually really loud on here. I realized that the audio got a little crazy. Um there's no reason for me to be a narcissist to her or like any rude thing to her. If this was exciting for her, because quarantine has been extremely difficult for a lot of people, for a lot of people dealing with depression. For a lot of people dealing with anxiety, quarantine has been really rough. Um, for me as a homeschooler, I had a whole lot of anxiety this past year, man. I um, had many panic attacks um, because I'm an I'm extremely an extrovert. I love to be with people. Um, I'm gonna make a podcast on that too. Like 
extrovert versus introvert, what it means. I actually don't believe in those. Um, it's not really something to believe in. They are things, but like biblically, being an extrovert or an introvert doesn't mean anything. There's a thing called a biblical command to follow the ways of God, and that's it. Introvert or extrovert has nothing to do with the Bible. It is, are you following the commands of God and what he's telling you to do? He doesn't care about, oh, I know, I'm an inside person. Okay, I have social anxiety too, and I'm an extrovert. That's weird. It's a weird combination, but it happens. So back to this TikTok, she was really excited about, um, like, you know, going back to like, I believe that this senior, because I think it's going to be your senior year this year. Um, it's my 11th and 12th grade year this year. And, and she's just really excited to go back. Um, and I mean, she's ready and, and she believes it's going to be a great year. Um, again, because this year's been really difficult without church and without people. Um, and she was really excited to see buses. All right. And I believe that for her, that was definitely a miracle from, Maybe not a miracle, but a great sign um, from God on that. So I don't think there's any reason for me to be condescending or a narcissist about that. Um, but I do want to say something that's slightly related to that video and slightly not. If God, the king of the universe, decides to keep us in the valley for longer than we are right now, all right, and for Americans, for many around the world, this is the valley. But when we have no idea in America, we have the slightest taste of what Christian persecution is. Um, around the world, they get a lot, a whole lot more, um, especially in Asia. Um, that's why I want to be a missionary, but that's besides the point right now. Um, for this video, though, if God decides for us to for this to go on for another four years, may it be for his glory and may he teach us through it. If he wants all the kids to go back to school this year, if he wants for this girl and for me and for my sisters and my family to have a great year this year, may it be for your glory, you know, and I think that um even in First Peter, it talks about, you know, soon after you, after you have suffered for a little while, he himself will restore you again. I totally believe in that verse. Does it pertain to us? Not really. Um, the thing is that everyone's like, I want a great year. I want a great year, too. I want Christmas to be great this year. I missed out on almost every single activity with my youth group this year. Um and that caused a lot of pain inside of me. Um, and I've forsaked God for a lot of the summer. It was a it was a pretty, pretty bad six months. Um, you know, past six months that just happened. Um, and time has gone really by. And I think, yeah, a good a next good year would be really, really awesome. But if it's God's decision to even let us have a good year again, may it be for his glory. Don't look to have a good year. Take this time to be alone with the Father. Jeremiah was alone. Ezekiel. Just read like the first 10 chapters of Ezekiel, and you will see what loneliness is like. And he was in there for like more than a year. All right? We're talking about more than a biblical year, which is like, 
oh that's 360 days but like more than an american year like 365 days you know like um this is way more um and so i don't know what god has planned for us but like just don't think about having a good year thinking about what does our relationship with god look like don't plan to oh let me just travel the world and go to italy and, and all these places and how about helping people how about being alone with the father first and i have personally struggled with this i have personally this is a first this day is the first day in a long time that i've been alone with god all right so the biggest takeaway from quarantine being alone with him and when you get the chance to have a good year do it for his glory all right so now that i've brought my two sides on that let's uh let's keep going Relationship with Jesus, one million So that was actually, in my opinion, that was actually pretty good. Um, pretty biblical uh, Christian TikTok. Um, and, you know, I mean, she did bring a lot of good points. Like, yeah, when um, when you start to become a Christian, I mean, you're serious about it. You're like, no, nah, I want Jesus. And, I mean, the Bible dropped down. She was sitting on a bench. She's reading it. And she's having a hard time at first. Um, being persecuted at school by her friends and when she goes to church and she actually realizes how great it is to be with a god like this um very biblical like super awesome tiktok actually i mean it just shows how you know paul man well paul said man we're supposed to rejoice in the persecution and now there is something i'd like to say to that and in james um which paul didn't say but james did um and uh whoever wrote james i'm i'm pretty stupid I, I don't actually know that um i think it's james but you know what he said is like consider it joy you know said so consider it that it will be a joyful thing that you will be that this will lead to a joyful thing um sorry I'm, my mind's going everywhere back to the video so like what she said very biblical very honest very um true you know like about this thing of you'll be persecuted you know um but you know find joy in going to church find joy in listening to worship music being alone with the father um i think that's absolutely awesome my only takeaway from this is that it becomes slightly unreal it becomes slightly unreal to um think that 
oh, you know, it's going to be great when I'm persecuted. You know, when they say to me, hey, man, how's your how's your sky daddy? You know, how's how's the dude up there going? You know, like, ah, you stupid Jesus freak. And then she's just like, oh, it's great. Like, um, if that's it's a little unreal, if I'm being honest, um, I have been persecuted. I've been cyberbullied by by a few hundred atheists at once um in a matter of probably a week um i released a video about two years ago maybe like a year and eight months ago and it was called a message to atheists i messed up on one word um and i said y'all are lazy which i could have personally i could have said a lot better um man they were just so many atheists hopped on the wagon. I mean, they started talking about the stupid Lego books behind me, and uh, they were just ripping me apart. Um, I think I cried. Um, <laughs> I think I got pretty sad. I tried to be cool at first, and I tried to be like, nah, it's all right. This, this is a real Christian persecution. They slapped me on one cheek, got to slap me on the other, bro. You know, like, I thought I was being cool. I thought I was being the real Christian. The reality of it is that not even Paul enjoyed persecution, but he went through it because he knows that just as it says in the Bible, for the life of Jesus to be made alive in you, you have to go through the death of Jesus as well. Because the matter of living a Christian life, is it's not a matter, matter of being good or bad, it's a matter of being dead or alive. And if you are alive, you will have persecution at school. A lot of my friends who... Are in the youth group or who were in the youth group um they've told me stories about man yeah i get it all the time at school like i get persecuted a lot and it's not something that you're rejoicing in that moment about now yes like it is awesome to be known in your identity as a christian to know that people around you know yeah this dude this dude right here yeah that's a bible guy at school that's pretty cool to know but you're not going to be like, yeah, man, he's he's great. I'm with the Father. Like, if you can do that, that's fantastic. But um, it's in, in a sense, it's sort of unreal. It's hard to be persecuted, all right? There's no light or amazingness in being persecuted. The people in Japan who or China or let's say Pakistan. Pakistan is actually – one of the worst. Um, North Korea is the worst right now. Um, North Korea and then Iraq is Iraq or Iran is number two. Um, but what happened in North Korea right now? If you're a Christian, you're getting shot that day, no doubt about it. Please come. If if you got a house in the woods and they know you're there, they will drive that day to your house to kill you and find your Bible and burn it. That's what happens in North Korea. They're not rejoicing in, yes, I got found by the police and I'm going to be shot today. That doesn't happen. I would, here's the thing about persecution is that that's not going to, it will make you alive in Christ, but I've really got to choose my words wisely here. Um, it will make you alive in Christ. And if you're persecuted, maybe for the glory of God, but it's not going to make you happier but it will make you closer to the Lord. Um, and that's the importance of that. Um, and so, but she does really have an awesome video. Like she did show in the video that 
even her best friend was like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't want to be a Jesus freak like you. But she stayed persevering throughout it all. And I mean, I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, um, yeah, that's that's my thought for that. Next one. Drink your water in five seconds. Christian. This is the overwhelming never oh um is this hard a gen z slang as does this bop that's another slang is this is this a good verse you know does this hit hard in your heart you know does this really hit you um or it could even be saying is this hard to follow you know while while you were still sinners, Christ died for you. Um, here's another thing about Christian TikToks. I don't know where this guy is coming from. Um, if he's actually coming from the point of, no, I want to let people know that you can still be a sinner. Come to Christ. You repent. Man, He the salvation is there. He's with you. He'll reconcile you to God. Like, I don't know if his intention is actually to share that or if his intention is to just be another TikTok famous Christian because I have done that. I have purposely posted videos about certain subjects to get an amount of views, to get an amount of followers using Jesus for clout. There are many Christians on TikTok who get the clout and um, and, and everyone looks at it. You're a great Christian, man. I, I wish I was like you. And that's where the ingenuineness comes from. That's where there is a lack of humility. And a lack of saying, no, I struggle, man. Last night, let's say, for example, you know, they they were they struggled with um, pornography, or if they struggled with smoking joints, and um, they were like, nah, man, last last night I struggled and I fell, and I need God to heal me again. Okay, that's real. Be real with your audience. Um, now that verse, yes, for while you were still sinners, Christ died for you totally true and i really have a hard time thinking about it sometimes like you know in the actual soteriological issue of this like um with the salvation issue man we need to realize that we can't earn anything and that that's a big part of that verse um and while you were still still sinners he died for you you know i think that's absolutely amazing and paul Paul, yet again, shows this in an extreme amount. Even after Christ died, man, he killed Stephen. He confirmed to it. He was the dude over it. He said, yeah, kill him. Go ahead. But then he found Christ, and he said that. You know, he said that verse. But the thing, yes, the thing about Christian TikToks, and I don't, I really don't know if this guy is trying to go there. I don't know if he's trying to do it for clout or for look at me attention. But on TikTok, it's very easy to get views for your Christian stuff. Um, and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes people get shadow banned, just banned by TikTok out of nowhere because TikTok is run by China, um, not America. It's run by China. It's advertised by America, but it's run by China. Um, it is a Americanized platform of social media, but it's still owned and run by China. So Christians regularly can get shadow banned on there and they do and there's a lot of um 
Christian, like a lot of people on TikTok who actually hurt Christians on there. Um, and just like they did to my YouTube video um, a few years back. And so, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Let's keep going. Hi. I think I might be a bad person. Just this. So your total is $2.98. Would you like to donate your two cents change to help starving blind children in Africa who are running for their lives and all they want is a place to sleep at night? No, thank you. Okay. Would you like a bag for 20 cents? Yes, I would. Yeah, that was that was sort of funny actually. Um, so it was like, you know, do you want to donate um, two cents to help, um, you know, starving children? And then she was kind of guilting her. Um, Christianity isn't about guilting people. Um, if you can give, like, yes, Paul made an, an incredible detail to give to the people around the world, okay? Christians should be giving to Lebanon right now because of that attack by America and Israel. Um, but, you know, we should be giving to that. Um, this is an actual biblical thing. Yes, we definitely need to be giving to that. We definitely need to be doing those things. Um, but I, I hate to be bringing all my problems out for just this stuff like i don't want to just you know pinpoint all the problems with christian tiktoks because a lot of them like this one is incredibly solid yet yeah, just give two cents to do it you know just give or two dollars you know to those children um we need to do that and and why we think it's impossible why we think we why we don't do it as christians that's my problem is that we then our mind becomes americanized and westernized to think no it's all right. it's all right you know every everyone doesn't give you know it's all right if if, if the, my pastor in church doesn't do it then it's okay for me not to and that is completely false um no we should not all we should not be held up to the standard of oh are you not you know donating and no okay but christians should be adopting and this is my this is my big problem also with abortion. Um, I'm completely against abortion. That is terrible. That is awful. I hate it. It is evil. You should not be killing children because you are killing children. Um, whether it's a second trimester, a third trimester, whatever it is, abortion, you should not be doing it. Um, that is terrible. And I've watched multiple videos on it, and you are literally killing babies. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff with that. I don't care if you agree with me on that. It is wrong. And it is biblical. Um, all right, number two um, on that subject is that Christians always we're, – we're always saying like, oh, you know, you're murdering babies. You you shouldn't do that. We need to shut Planned Parenthood down. You know, we need to shut the local baby-killing – you know, hospitals down. We we need to stop this. You need to stop having, you know, premarital sex and all that. Um, the, the problem with that is that if they're going to act as the world 
and kill children, then we need to act as Christians and start adopting children. There are very few families I know that adopt children. Um, my best friend is 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 one of them who their family has adopted over. I have no idea how many. I think it's over eight, over eight or ten children. Um, a lot from China, a lot from Africa, three from Russia. Um, and they've done a lot. Okay, and that is fantastic. Every Christian should be doing that. If you can do it, if you can adopt a kid in America or across the world, do it. Go through the pain and process of fostering a child. There are more atheists who I know who, and there are more atheists and people of the world and lukewarm Christians who adopt children than actual Christians do. Okay, we don't just need to be pointing out all the problems in the world. We actually need to start adopting people, not people, children. You know, we need to start fostering and letting them into this family, the Lord's family, into the family of that household. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, to the TikTok, um, yeah, I mean, she should have, I mean, she should have done that. As Christians, we are held up to a standard, and I really, really hate it when we stop thinking about that we literally have the spirit of God inside of us. We're not little gods. We're not we're not God and man, but the Holy Spirit is inside of us. All right. This is not equalized with the incarnation of the Son of God, but the Holy Spirit is inside of us. We are literal temples of the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That, that same power. The same power that happened in Acts 2. That same exact Holy Spirit from the beginning hovering over the waters of the earth. That same spirit is inside of you. Why are we not acting like it? And that's the problem. There's no problem with this TikTok. It is perfect. It is perfect for showing what Christians need to do. And as you are donating and doing all this, Make sure that you're also helping people. Sometimes it's easier for people to give money than actually sit down and give your full attention to that person. And it sometimes is a lot more easier for people to um, sit down and listen to someone than donate money. We need to be doing both. All right. This is about sacrifice. And, and Paul, as poor as he was, he made tents for a living. And you can read that in Acts 18 i think um acts 18 verse 3 you can read that that he was a tent maker um and priscilla and her husband came and they started you know when they just came from italy because the the jews kicked out or i forgot i forgot what it was someone kicked out someone from rome and they said that they started building tents with paul and he said what i do i work by hand and i give it to the weak of the world that could mean the poor. That could mean the weak by faith. And he works hard with them. Even Paul gave his stuff away. Um, it's better to give than to receive. That's just a basic, basic, basic Christian principle. So, yeah. Uh, let, let's keep going. Parents, you're so lazy. Switch our heart. Friends, you're so annoying. God, it's going to be okay. Whoa, 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 whoa.
Well, can we go back? Okay, let's go back. It's going to be okay. I love you. How many smiles did you fake today? Just trust God. Process stuff of that. Um, I think it's true. All of that is true. God loves you. Um, if you are actually doing things that are lazy, if you are actually being clingy, realize that. Don't use God as this. Don't treat him as an idol who's like, no, it's no, it's okay. I love you. It's it's okay to be a jerk and to be manipulative. I love you. Keep keep going. But if your parents are being manipulative, and your friends are the one who are who think that you're annoying but you're really not and you're really not lazy to your parents um then find the peace in god and the truth in god that you're not those things that you're a child of god all right there's two ways you can look at that what i want to talk about is the dance on that video one i'm not really sure how the dance had anything to do with the video um and two they totally showed way more than they needed to show if you know what i mean okay um you can't just be like oh god loves me and then lift your shirt halfway up okay that's no okay no you can't just be like ah, i'm so happy and i love life and then you pull your shirt halfway up as you climb in a mountain and and read in your bible okay no no okay even paul said ah, and I'm sorry that I'm referencing this verse so much today. But like First Corinthians 8, man, with all your knowledge by the Holy Spirit of God and, and all the things that you have learned and with the maturity that God has set upon you, um, don't just like, I don't know, don't think, don't show this stuff, okay? Don't send the um, inappropriate memes to your friends, that's not cool, okay? It really, really isn't. Um, and so, that doesn't show Christ, all right? You can't be in, you can't be doing dances like that and being one with Christ. Like Francis Chan, man, he he gave an excellent example. Um, he said, "I like lemonade," and he took out the lemonade, and then he's like, "But I also love Starbucks Frappuccino coffee," and then all the crowd cheered and stuff like that. Um, and then he took the lemonade and he started drinking it, and he's like. I love Jesus, and then Jesus was the lemonade. But I also love a little sin in my life, and that was the Frappuccino. And then he drank a little lemonade, drank a little coffee, and then he's like, this is weird, right? Well, this is how some of you are tonight. And then he mixed them together, and then he's like, but some of us, I just like a little of both. And then he drank that, and as he poured the coffee into the lemonade, you know. Um, that's extremely disgusting, right? Um well, the thing is, is that that's literally how some of us are. I do struggle. Um, like, I'm going to talk about this maybe in the next podcast. I love movies, okay? Um, I'm kind of a director. I'm a CGI artist, actually. Um, that's kind of like what I like to do for my hobby. Um, I'm a CGI artist. I like making, you know, worlds inside of, you know, like fake worlds, you know, like 3D modeling and stuff like that and open CAD and um animating and stuff like that. Like that's what I like to do. But it can be very easy to succumb to the entertainment of the world. Like Quentin Tarantino movies are great. 
But if I'm going around to keep watching them, and if I'm going around telling people about it, what does that tell them? Am I making them fall into sin while I'm falling into sin? We can't be doing those dances being like, yeah, but God loves me, you know, dancing all around it. But that, no, that doesn't show Christ at all. All right. You can't be saying like mother F or something and then being like, yeah, so, you know, what it says in James here, like, no, it doesn't work that way. Okay. It doesn't. And a lot of people, they, they cuss. Uh, I know a lot of lukewarm Christians who cuss and a lot of Christians who cuss and, and, you know, they're like, well, you know, we can't be perfect. And I was like, okay, if you can control a sin in your life that you can fight against, let's say that I deal with lying. Let's say I deal with lying. All right. That is my main sin that I struggle with. Let, let's in, not in real life, but let's say that's my main sin, sin that I struggle with is lying. And then I cuss along with it and I watch pornography along with it. Can I control two of those? Can I control three of those? Yeah, totally. Can I for can I totally forget them for the rest of my life and fight against them, taking my cross up every single the rest of my life? Yes. But if I struggle with lying daily, but if I choose, well, I'm already a sinner. I guess I must do more. No, like if you can fight against cursing, fight against it. If you can fight against watching pornography, fight against it. But it might be a daily, daily, daily struggle to fight against your main sin. Um, so yeah, that's my problem with that TikTok. All right. It's it's kind of misleading. Um, so let's go to the next one. It's becoming a trend to disrespect Jesus. He's called evil, imaginary, and idiotic. He's being depicted as gay by the media. Hashtag competition and he's in the on Twitter. The world is turning its back on the figure. But the truth is, this is nothing new. The world has always hated Jesus. He was called a fraud. He was beaten, mocked, and crucified. All for you. No matter how much you want him, no matter how much you reject him, he still wants you. Um, whoa, 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 sorry. Um, sorry if the audio was loud again, but he has a point. I actually follow this guy. Um, and... I mean, it kind of it kind of gets me excited a little, like you know that I actually get to be a part of the man who was rejected, the man who is still rejected, the man who people are still using to mislead. Um, and it's so ironic um, when people, like Martin Luther said in the Three Treatises. I mean, I literally opened a page today and and read this little excerpt of it, and it said um, the Antichrist want to be seen as Christ. And then I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, man, they, the Antichrist want to be seen as Christ. Because Christ is the way, the truth, the life. And if, if, and if we can do everything in our power to make him look gay like that Netflix show, that was completely evil. Um, by the way, I haven't seen it, but I know that they depicted him as, as a homosexual or as a trans. Um, 
and I was like, ah, that just wasn't right. Um, and he has a really good point. I actually really love this guy. Um, he this is a canon guy on TikTok. Um, his his name is Redhead Rap, and um, he's I mean he he was really really in the world. Um, he he rapped a lot, you know, and stuff like that, and um, you know, worldly rap, um, cursing and stuff, and and then he came to Christ, and I mean, you can tell that he's totally in love with Christ now, and I think that's absolutely amazing, if I'm being honest. Um, and so, yeah, uh, that was that was really solid. All right, let's let's watch the next one. I'm gonna go see how much free food I can get. This is what? And this is why Jesus I stay out of Africa. There's a man by the name of Morris Plotz, and he felt God tell him that he needed to go to Africa and go help remote African tribes come to Jesus. So Morris went to Africa, but he didn't have a car to drive around to these different tribes. When all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord told him that there would be a vehicle waiting for him on the side of the road. The next day, he ended up finding a red jeep, and him and his interpreter went to go find this tribe out in eastern Africa. Now, this was dangerous because this tribe was very well known for killing white men. And as Morris and his interpreter roll up to the tribe, they see hundreds of African warriors come after them with their spears. Thinking they're about to die, they freak out. Suddenly, the whole tribe takes a knee. The interpreter asks the chief, what's going on? The chief looked at the interpreter and said, a man on a white cloud came here yesterday and spoke to us. He was in all white garments, and he told us that a man in a red chariot would be coming to show us the path to eternal life. Jesus is king. And this is why I stay out of Africa. You're not ashamed of the gospel. Wow. That's 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 pretty awesome. Um I don't know why he said stay out of Africa if if that could potentially happen to him. Um but I do I do follow that guy too and that's absolutely amazing. Um I've heard of a few stories like this and I think there's two things that I'd like to talk. Like one have wisdom if you're about to go into a country that you know will kill you pray deeply before god okay lord am i am i supposed to go here am i supposed to actually do this am i supposed to actually talk to these people or um lord are they gonna kill me like like use your wisdom okay and use your prayer life before god to to figure out this you know um, so that's one thing in two, man, don't doubt God though. If you can go to a country and they don't end up killing you and you actually do bring the whole tribe to Christ. Um, I mean, it, it talks about that even in the, in the book, uh, Brechko. Um, I mean that that's actually absolutely amazing. Um, and a lot of people are really condescending to Francis Chan for taking his whole family to, um, to Hong Kong. And I'm like, why are you condescending against it? That's incredible. I mean, this is Hong Kong we're talking about. This is like Christian persecution central, I believe. Um, and, and he's trying to make house stretches, you know, and he's like, we might be persecuted, but I don't care. We need to go around in the world and do this. And a lot of, so, I wouldn't say so many people have told me, but a few people from work, um, I don't want to judge them, but they're kind of lukewarm Christians. And a lot of people from work and 
a few people in my life have told me, um, you know, stay in America for your mission work. Like, don't go around the world. We need it. We're lost. And I'm like, okay, there are so many people on the pond right now. Like Francis Chan, in one of his last messages um, before leaving, he talked in his uh, Azusa Pacific sermon. Um, he said that um, there are so many fishermen on the pond right now fishing for men but we're catching nothing and why do i stay here well my house is here and my family is here and and my friends are on this pond i need to leave i need to go to the pond in hong kong i need to go because that's where people are going to listen all right yes we shouldn't give up on the people in america and bring them to christ because there are a lot of people bringing it and and sometimes it's even better to help people in america because they're the ones who are really going to build influence around the world but we do need to go around the world um we need to use wisdom but there's a difference between wisdom and being safe and staying in america with all the whatever but like if god calls you to go to the country that is being persecuted, then you better go, dude. Here I am, send me. All right? Um, do that, really. Um, so yeah, I think that was a really awesome TikTok. Alright, let's go to the next one. And this video gets a crazy amount of shows because of how big the Christian community is. Wait, wait, wait. Who else has that Jesus drip? Um, when this video gets a crazy amount of shares because of how big the Christian community is. See, I am also um followed to him. I also follow him, but See, I don't really know how to feel about that, though. Because that, again, is for clout. Yeah, man, I mean, I like the Jesus shirts. Like, I mean, I got one on right now. It says Teen Jesus. All right, I love that. But don't use Jesus for clout. Don't use Jesus for shares. All right? That really isn't cool. Um, He was just doing it a dance and the christian community is huge on tiktok absolutely huge um but there's my problem with it um is is that they use it for clout don't use jesus for clout okay in my last podcast i basically used jesus for clout because I, I wanted to get a lot of views and subscribers um, because, you know, I was going to make this podcast and it was going to be super awesome and I'm going to get super famous and have a great platform. If it's God's will for you to have a platform, great. But whatever you do or whatever they regard you as is nothing compared to keeping the commands of God and doing things for his glory. And we can even see this in First, first Corinthians 7. 18 i think um so circumcision or uncircumcision is nothing keeping god's commands is what counts because circumcision is for the flesh it's boasting in the flesh uncircumcision is also i don't know the sign of a gentile or whatever christ is like i don't want that anymore 
I don't want any physical attribute upon you anymore. All right. If you're my slave, you're a slave by my word and by the word of God and by how you live. I don't care about what you do in your flesh anymore. All right. I don't care if you're circumcised or uncircumcised. I want you with me alone, solely, just us in this relationship for you to listen and hear, to stop talking, to stop thinking about your flesh, to stop boasting for me. Okay. For my glory, for my reverence. That's what Jesus says somewhere bunch of passages combined um so there's that um and okay it says let's go back don't shoot me i'll do anything say god isn't real shoot me you said you'll do anything um i mean that was pretty funny um that was actually pretty funny um and i there, i mean there's a lot of really funny like christian tiktoks out there um that do talk about like hey like um you know like shoot me i'll do anything but like here here is my big difficulty with this is i don't want to just like i don't i don't want to rip these people apart okay i really don't want to like rip these people up or anything because i mean that's really not cool because maybe that girl is actually really truly willing to die in front of a gun instead of denying jesus and i'm i really believe uh, that she might actually be i think that's incredible so i'm not even gonna mention her okay um because i don't know her heart okay and i think that's amazing if she does um and i and i hope that i'm willing to die in front of a gun for jesus man i mean that but you really gotta count your life as nothing to die in front of a gun for jesus christ and and why i say that is because if you're way more worried about you know, using Jesus for clout and for boasting and for followers and shares and likes on TikTok, then your mind is not even on sacrificing anything for Jesus. It's for using Jesus as a gateway for yourself. That ain't cool. All right. Most Christians aren't willing to die in front of a gun. And the thing is, is that more men this is what Julius Caesar said, the man who's basically in charge of killing Jesus. More men are willing to die in war immediately. Boom, shot to the heart, spear through the heart or whatever. You're dead. All right, gone. Young. Young and gone. More men are willing to die in war than they are to be patient through suffering. That's what Julius Caesar said. No other quote could ever be more biblical than that. The man who was against jesus um that's kind of crazy um and so well the caesar family was against jesus so like in a way but um like everyone's like oh yeah man look at me i'm so close to christ i'm willing to die in front of a gun for him look at me i look look at how close i am with him that's not what this is about this isn't about if you're and yes it sort of in a way a big way is about yeah if, i mean if you're willing to die in front of a gun for jesus that is incredible that that is incredible and and i thank you for servants of christ like you 
but don't think about boasting for a second about, oh, look at me, I'm willing to die in front of a, uh, in front of a gun for Christ. It's not about you. It's not, it's not about that, okay? It's about what does your relationship with Jesus look like on earth before you get shot? What does it look like? Is it firm? Is that that thing that you just said about dying in front of a gun for Jesus, will that play out into reality? And Jesus says, okay, I don't even care about that. What does your relationship look like with me? Because if it is firm on earth, if you are really willing to sacrifice your time, to sacrifice your time to talk to your friends, your time to wake up early in the morning to start the word with to start your day in the word with God and with prayer for hours. That is the true sacrifice that Jesus looks for. If you do become a martyr, great. May it be for the glory of Christ and you are an amazing servant, good and faithful servant. Well done. But don't put that first though. Don't, don't, um, I don't know. And so, yeah, I, I really don't want to rip people apart and I feel like I am, but, um, I don't know. I just want to bring a correct source of theology to people. I'm not trying to prove this stuff wrong. That's incredible that she's willing to do that. So, you know, props to her. Glory for God. What does hey, bro, it say? I love your sign. I've got 570,000 followers on TikTok. What do you want to say to millions of teenagers? I want to say thank you, dear brother, for this honor. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and Come He on. loves you. It's a lot of weird and strange times right now, but I hope you have no fear. God is still in control. If we put God first, if we don't have anything to worry about, Jesus will never let you down. He'll never harm you, hurt you. Just, you're very special to God. I don't know you, but I know this about God. God loves you. So please trust Him, live holy, and get close to Him. He has an abundant life for you. Hey, Hey, that's the but I just wanna stay. And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's over me. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away. It'll be okay that I should walk away. I mean, I like that you put Jesus first. That was pretty cool. Oh, I get, I'm I'm having to like these videos so that I can save them later, um, for me to put up on the screen or whatever. So, um, I guess the thing wrong with that is Jesus's death wasn't a death. It wasn't really just a death. You can't compare Heath Ledger and Cameron Boyce to Jesus Christ, and. I'm saying that with uh, a lot of love for both of them. Um, Heath Ledger was a pretty awesome actor, but I, I just... How did, how did he buy Heath Ledger? Cause of death. He died. Died from... Heath Ledger died from accidental overdose of prescription medication, including painkillers, anti-anxiety drugs, and sleeping pills. The New York City Medical Examiner's Office said Wednesday after, yeah, um, I don't know if it was by accident. I don't know if he actually took them, um, on purpose. Um, most actors are depressed. I I have to say, um, a lot of them are. 
Um, and, but like in Cameron boys, that was actually really sad death. Um, I really feel bad for that. Um, both of them were pretty awesome actors, you know, but don't compare them to Jesus. That it did make the world stand still, but literally for Jesus though, Cameron Boyce, I bet they only knew him in America. Heath Ledger, probably the UK and America, the rest of the world, like in Alaska, probably wouldn't really know about him. Um, but Jesus, though, that literally made the world stand still. Everything turned black. He tore a curtain in half. Pri- priests from the days of old rose up out of their graves because of Jesus dying. Literal graves, literal dead people coming out of the ground happened when Jesus died. That's in the Bible. Jesus died and was resurrected. His death was just the first part. That was the it is finished part. That was teteleste part. All right, tetelestai, sorry, part. But like the fact about like Jesus coming back and, and, and coming, like resurrecting, that was way more important than anything else. Um, and yeah, I, I'm not trying to bash that again. Um, I feel really bad for Cameron Boyce's family and Heath Ledger's family, but like, don't compare them to the death of Jesus Christ that saved people. That was literally the end of an era and the beginning of the next. No, that was a continuation. Okay. You literally died to reconcile the people who were going to some place of fire for eternity and reconciling them back to God. I don't think the other two guys really did that. Um, so, all right. Watching God wants you to. Oh, this is the other guy. The same guy from home. Share this verse. See, like, I don't know if he's doing it for Cloud again. Like, John 3.16 is a basic well-known verse, but, like, see, I don't know my problem with this. Like, I don't know why I'm so, like, angry with these people about this. Don't use Jesus for clout. A lot of people know John 3.16. And and sometimes just saying it really isn't going to bring people to Christ. The actual realization of them seeing it in your life is gonna bring them to Christ. Um, actually, like Paul said, I'm not just coming here with words. All right, I ain't just coming here to spread the gospel. I'm coming here with signs that it is proven that he died and came back from the dead. That's what I'm coming back with. Um, and people who are, you know, posting this clout, I guess, about all these verses, like, you know. A lot of it's just for followers, and I'm gonna go back to his page. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I actually think, um, I mean, I bet he's actually a pretty cool guy. Like, I think that's pretty awesome. But he has a lot of stop scrolling videos, um, which means that, um, 
a lot of people who do these stop scrolling videos are doing it solely for the fact that they want clout. Don't use Jesus for clout. What does your life look like? Okay, don't you if your only nourishment in your Christian life is coming from watching other Christians on TikTok, then you don't have a Christian life. You have an idolatrous life. Um don't do that. Okay. Um and I think that's the problem with that. And I I did use Jesus for a clout for a long time. Um and a lot of people say, hey, 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 stop. Let me pray for you. And those people are actually like really cool people who made those videos. But I don't like to make those videos. Um, mainly for the fact that I want to connect with people and bring the reality of what the gospel means rather than just buttering them up and calling them, oh, you're a queen and you're a king. And I mean, that was great. You're a child of God, but. You're not a child of God until you're actually saved. And I hope you understand what I'm meaning by that. Yes, God loves you. You're even atheists. You're breathing right now. Um, but like, you're not really like I did nothing for myself to be a child of God. That was all by the salvation of Jesus. You can't take credit for that. So if you are abusing the love of God, you're not really a child of God. He forgives you. That's not without repenting, and that's not without Jesus. Um, so that, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff with that. So that was probably like 10, 10 Christian TikToks in like an hour. Um, but sorry that you probably had to listen to this for so long. I'm just doing this podcast for the glory of God and showing actual real theology. Um of what it means to live for Christ and, and helping people. Um, not and, and there are, and I will reference some um, Christian TikToks in the description, Christian TikTokers in the description of like um, actual canon ones, actual good ones who will tell you the reason that you are not close to Jesus is because you're not trying to get close to him that's it you know like there are real canon tiktokers on uh, christian tiktokers on tiktok but like a lot of these that we just watched um aren't real and i think they're comforting to a lot of people who deal with that um i believe that and i bet a lot of those are a reminder to people but my thing about this is that don't do it for clout if you're spending more time making tiktoks about all the christian stuff than you are actually spending time alone with Christ, um, that's just not right. So this is, and, and I struggle with it, man. I, I would be on TikTok for hours trying to make funny stuff, trying to make theological stuff or whatever, you know, like I spent hours trying to do it. Um, but that's not the purpose of Christianity. The purpose of Christianity is for the gospel to be shared authentically um and for it to be shared in in love and genuineness or whatever and canonness and humility um so i'm i mean i love it i love this stuff on tiktok you know i love all the verses and stuff and the reminders but like um i don't 
necessarily like to call the Christian TikTokers Christian. All right. How you live your day-to-day life for the reverence of the, the savior of me, of creation. How are you living that? Honestly, how are you living that life? Um, so, yeah, I, I really hope you guys kind of enjoyed this uh, podcast. And I'm sorry if it got a little more serious down the line. But, um, I mean, sometimes we, we got to be serious about the gospel, you know. Um, but, yeah, like, if you get a chance um, to subscribe if you want to, go ahead. Um, I'm going to try to do these weekly um maybe two or three times a week or something like that. Um, and I'm going to try to make shorter ones. This one was like an hour, hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes long. Um, and I'll probably cut it down too. But um, yeah, I, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this. And uh, I mean, God bless y'all, honestly. Like, I hope that y'all got something from this. I definitely did. Um, and the biggest takeaway from quarantine for me so far is biblically, um, like with my relationship with God is that being alone with the savior is, that is the most, that's the basis of the rest of your life. Not talking with him. All right, not not using all your words, not, you know, saying, oh, I'm going to do this and this and that. No, like you humbly being on your knees, focusing your eyes, your ears and your lifestyle to the word of God and to the reverence of God. That is the Christly life and read it. I struggle with reading it. I really do. I get distracted. I want to put other way more other things before i do this um but like if you get a chance pray after you listen to this okay like i'm gonna pray too um because i want to learn from this and i want this all to be humbly i don't want to be narcissistic i don't want to be condescending to these people i just want to show who the real christ is and how we're supposed to be as christians so thank you so much for um listening to this podcast god bless you guys worthy is the lamb honestly um and uh yeah may god be with you all your days keep chasing him keep sacrificing your life um and keep being in love with him y'all and uh in christ's name we pray i end this